to the nightclub, where we get married by famous directors, apparently. This is an episode that's going to introduce my wife, and I just wanted to give a little heads up to uh, any listeners out there. Join us. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or visit our official website, thenightclub.fireside.fm. For other podcatchers, we have a blog, and you can also direct from the void, download, and stream. Find us at facebook.com slash thenightclubpodcast. Check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash thenightclubpodcast. And you can reach out and touch pure evil using our email, thenightclubpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe, give a five-pointed pentagram rating, and write up a review. Let us know how you feel about the show, how it's going. So, without further ado, let's get spooky. Well, not until the end, but we'll get spooky. Eventually. (laughs) for the first time officially on the podcast, my wife, uh, who are you? Travis's wife, Angel. I'm Travis Maxwell Boone, we're joined by Angel Boone, and we don't have kids, and we're drinking alcohol, a little bit, I have a beer. It's a rare occasion. Rare occasion without the children, Angel sipping a margarita, came in Jack, hmm? It's all right. Cayman Jack. Who knows where that guy comes from? The Cayman Islands. This is a guy? His name's Jack. I don't think a chick would be named Jack. She would be, It would be Cayman Jill if it was... Uh, it's like it's like Panama Jack, but it's Cayman Jack. If the bottle would have a guy on it that has like that Australian hand. <laughs> hey, mighty. No, wait. Well, I just thought maybe Cayman Jack was like... A place or the name? Well, yeah, like the Cayman Islands, and he's Jack. He lives there, and he's going to... No, it would have a man on here if that's what they meant. He's going to get people drunk. What's on there? Um, It looks (coughs) like an agave plant. Blue agave. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet Cayman Jack's a place. Excuse my wife, because tonight she's sick. Uh, We've had some some chest colds going around. Some chest congest. Everyone's had a, a little run of it, our kids, and uh, she's the last recipient of this illness. So if she sounds a little uh, under the weather, she is. But I do have a few things here that we're going to talk about. 
depending on what she wants to talk about. The first is how we met. We, we, <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were out of high school. Um, I was living with some gay roommates at the time. I don't, I'm not emphasizing... That's not the first time we met. No, but I'm starting... I'm starting... That's the first time we, we hooked up. Right. That's yeah. where I'm starting. I'm not, well, we, we knew each other briefly before then, but it was brief. I mean... I was living with... I, I don't emphasize the gay because it's not important that they were gay. Uh, it's important. They were something. It's important what they later turned out to be, which <sighs> are some dog fuckers. I did not know that at the time. Had I known that, I would not have lived with these fucking guys. But at the time, I just thought they were these weird, eccentric gay people. And I'm like, they're my friends. They're my friends. I'm gonna- I don't know. I always had a feeling, but... I always like over escalate things. Well, so hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm. The all the all the <laughs> all the uh, signs were there. I just never really saw it that way because I just thought they, like I said, eccentric people. I Dude, didn't. They I, wore they wore the outfits and everything, right? They were furries. Yes, we're gonna say it. They're furries. Furries or well, they pe- be on furries. They're beyond furries because they fuck dogs, like I said. But furries are people that don't go that far, hopefully, not the majority of them. Furries are people that, for anyone listening to this who does not know what a furry is, a furry is a person that has a fetish and they they dress up as an animal. They identify with an animal. They wear costumes. They rent out hotels. I think that's kind of fucked, too. They demand... There are some furries. Well, (laughs) I mean... You know, let people like what they like, but... I don't know. I, I guess we're essentially all animals, but I don't want to be... Th- I don't want to act like a fucking animal. There are some furries that'll rent a hotel out, and they'll demand that in the lobby of a public hotel anyone can walk into, that they put a litter box, and they let them fucking piss and shit in it. Oh. I'm serious. And some hotels will allow this... No way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Unbelievable. I'm not kidding. But okay, so I was Let living Let me go shit in the lobby. <laughs> so I was living with these roommates and Angel was someone that I knew from a uh, a few like a what a year prior about thereabouts. And mm-hmm. I I just texted you or I don't know how I got you. You knew me since 2007. And I remember us like first meeting each other. Because you were so adamant about me smoking in your fucking van, and you said it was unladylike, <laughs> and you fucking cow- smoking cowboy killers now. Like that's just it's hilarious. But, yeah, I, I'm. I'm a, yeah, I'm just puffing on a little smooth like a dumb little fucking teenager, and Travis wasn't about it. No, I was very anti drugs. I was very anti alcohol. I was anti pot, anti cigarettes. Now I'm pro all of these things. Uh, well, I wouldn't say I'm pro cigarettes. I wouldn't encourage anyone to smoke. In fact, don't smoke oh, cigarettes. Smoking's terrible. But smoke weed and drink beer or spirits of smoke any kind. Smoke weed every day. Yeah. But, okay, well, we had a rough start, but I usually have a rough start with some people. But. but it's because you had a crush, huh? At the beginning, no, no, no. no. <laughs> you so were Tra- you were you were Trevor's bitch. I wasn't worried about Trevor's that. Trevor's gal. No, whatever. Mm, but Trevor, New Jersey. <laughs> oh. That's how I ended up in New Jersey. Was because of that guy. But that's a story for another day. Mm. I don't know how I got your number, but I texted you. It's because we were MySpace talking. Really? Mm-hmm. 
That was 2008. Random? Just random? I reached out to you. Because I knew you were, um, like, you were living in Mamu. Yeah, I was living. Well, I wasn't. No, you were staying with friends. I was I was in between a few places at the time. I'm a bit of a vagabond. Uh, not anymore. I'm settled now, but I was then. Better but, not be a vagabond. But we hooked up in 2008 when I was living in Pine Prairie, your hometown, which is 10 minutes away from where I'm born and raised, Mom. Right, but like, man, that's such a blur because the, you weren't in, you weren't living in Pine the first night we went out, like. I think you might have been staying with friends, and then I was sta- like a I, month I was, later, y'all moved into a place. Yeah, I, I was kind of in between places because okay. we we drove back to Josh yeah. Josh's grandmother's house. Wait, that's the night we got so high. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. we what, what what happened? What happened? We were in Vilplat, yeah. and we went. Wait, okay. Let me, before we get to that part, because I know what part you're talking about. I I know distinctly what part you're talking about, but. We went. We went to this bar, and uh, I'm not, look. I was never one to go to parties or do that thing. I was always, I wanted to be with my friends, and me and my friends' idea of a party was to get some booze, go out to the country, away from everything, make a fire, and get drunk, talk, laugh. You know, like we're not we're not trying to fuck shit up. So I was never a bar goer. I was never a. a Hariya, as as we say down here, running the roads or whatever. And Angel's like, we're going to go to this bar. And I'm like 300% that. Well, <laughs> but, and so it was like exotic in a way. Like, oh, well, we're going to, I'm going to go out with this with this woman to a bar with uh, grown people. I remember exactly what you were wearing. Oh, yeah, no. your memory kind of sucks. Sometimes. With some things. With With things that. I go, well, I don't guess your clothing mattered, but it was, I guess, a nice memory. Well, I do re- <laughs> see my memory sucks with what I was wearing, but I do remember the moment we got there, I I scoped out the area and I picked a spot where I'd throw up if I got too drunk. And oh, what yeah. and what ended up happening? Oh, exactly that. Was someone in this bar bought us? They were buying us like shots, what? yeah, and they and I had like two or three shots, and then they gave me one that was like cinnamon or mint. It was a fireball. It was a fireball, so it was cinnamon, not not the mint, but the cinnamon got like that shot in particular got to my stomach, and I was like, Ugh! so I ran outside. I'm puking, I'm gagging, and who who comes to check on me but Angel? <laughs> So the night goes on. I see some friends there. We're dancing, and I don't. That song. I don't dance. I don't dance, but I'm dancing with her. Uh, man, that's a rare occasion now. Even oof. Sorry. We're gonna do it. Uh, we have a wedding to go to, and we can. Uh, there's no kids allowed at this wedding, and it's a completely open bar. So well, it's gonna it's gonna be. A hopefully, date. I can drink enough liquid courage to display my. We're gonna my, have to get a hotel room. My moves. <laughs> So, I, 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 at a certain point, I guess we smoked. Oh no! I mean, yeah, I think you were you were pretty wasted at that time. <laughs> yeah. But that that person that kept buying his drinks, you know, you know my friend Jessie. Yeah. She tampon was girl. she was fucking the the bartender, 
So, Tampon Girl is going to be a story for another day. That's a mental <laughs> note. That's a podcast note we right there. Fucking, I'll uh, later. We weren't fucking. She was fucking the bartender. So oh, we were getting oh. all these drinks from Mickey. You and Jesse? You, me and Jesse were mm-hmm. getting these drinks. And he pulled out the weed for us. But I don't know if you remember going in the parking lot with this weed. We were also fucked up. I went back and you know that song? I don't know who sings it. Crimson and Clover? I don't know who sings it either, but I know the song. Crimson and Clover. It's the first time I had har- I heard the entire song. Uh-huh. But you know how that uh, that guitar ribbed, it has that... Um, it's like a vibrato. I'm not saying the word right, but yeah. Yeah. So I kept thinking I was tripping. Or maybe it's like a reverb. And I kept telling Jesse I was too high and I needed to go home because the... Um, because the... Um, what was it? <laughs> I thought the song was skipping on the jukebox player. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, Angel, shut the fuck up. You need to stop. And I'm like, what? I'm like, it's it's fucked. I mean, this is all fucked. And I got paranoid. And we went back outside. And there was this homeless guy at the dumpster. And everyone was making fun at him. And, oh. he, and, he, and he's trying to piss on people. Wait, well, well. Yeah. Then he deserved Wait, his there ridicule. used to be a video of this, but it was on one of those old ass phones that was so long ago. <laughs> but uh yeah, that was that was a fun time. No, but what happened though? <laughs> when we try to leave, that's another story. That's what I'm that's what I was no, talking even, about earlier. Even before we got there Fuck all Travis, that, but what? No, seriously, before we even got there, Jesse and Mickey had gotten a fight in the parking lot. But be- I don't know these people. That's not I part know, of my story. But they didn't want me to uh they were trying to take the keys from me because they thought Jesse was the better driver. And I just kept laughing and laughing and laughing. And the guy was like, you can't, y'all can't drive. And we were like, we're gonna, we're gonna drive. Oh. And we did. Fuck you, dude. We drove a half mile down to You're, a parking lot. But Okay, okay. And in this parking lot, we stop what we make out. What are we doing in there? We stopped because we figured out we were so drunk and high, we probably should have, like... Just chill out for a calmed minute. Calmed it down. Yeah, that that happened recently, by the way. We went to see a buddy of oh mine's band God. and, uh... Yeah, because we hit a vaporizer. Yeah, and we just hung out in the parking lot there and listened to Slipknot for, like, 40 <laughs> minutes. But, 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 what, 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 okay, so we stop in that parking lot. Yeah, and, and I mean, after <laughs> our, our make-out session, like, because we're, we're still fucked, like, completely... I look in the the rear view mirror and I see headlights yeah. and I said, oh shit, Travis, someone's behind us. Someone's in this parking lot. And we stay there. It's a vacant parking lot. It's a vacant parking so lot. So we think. And someone's but... parked behind us and we watch and we watch and we watch and then we make out some more. Oh, yeah. And then, like, fuck, this guy's... We can't let a minute go to waste. I was like, what if this is a cop? Like, you know, we need to stay parked (laughs) because we're going to get a DUI. That's the paranoia. Yeah, paranoia set in. Weed's a tricky thing. But, um, yeah. (laughs) So, we finally... I guess, what, an hour? It had been an hour. It had been a while, yeah. I I mean, I can't say for sure, but it had been a while. In a parking lot for an hour, and Travis finally says, Angel. (laughs) Angel, that's... That's floodlights. (laughs) (laughs) On the building. That's floodlights. And I'm like, no way. And then I get out and it really is floodlights. It's just so it's just these light fixtures attached to the building that we were parked at. And we thought that it was like cops or who the fuck ever just sitting there just watching us. We were probably equally as fucked that last time. Are we gonna say what happened after that? Or are we saving that from that's just us? 
Oh, I don't care. I couldn't get the job done. I couldn't. I couldn't. No, you had whiskey dick. I had whiskey dick, and I couldn't get it up. But mm. I tried. And this is a big plot, like to get this because I tried. Yeah, I don't know why women get so lush, like when they drink or when they smoke, and guys are just like, oh, not, I'm kind of ready to go to bed. Not all guys, and not all the time. I've been drunk before. Norma Jean. When we went to see Norma Jean in, in New Orleans, I got drunk as fuck, and I fucked the shit out of it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, but I did. Yeah? I mean, what were you drinking then, though? Oh, dude, I don't remember. I was drunk. Why? How am I going to remember what the fuck I was drinking? Well, maybe it makes a difference whether it's liquor or beer, Randy. It, well, <laughs> no, I'm Leahy. Mm-hmm. I'm not Randy. Mm-hmm. I'm Leahy in this situation. Yeah, you are. <laughs> We got shit fucked in the fucking New Orleans town, and I brought you back to the shit hotel. And I sh- <laughs> that wasn't a shit hotel. No, I'm I'm talking like Leahy. Oh, everything is shit this and shit that and shit the bed. Oh yeah, we should dead. That sucks. R.I.P. Jonathan Dunsworth. You were the fucking best. Yeah, how are they gonna come back without him? I don't know. Trailer Park Boys. I don't know. But <sighs> speaking of someone else who's famous. This is kind of far and away from how we met, but it's how we tied the knot. Yeah. As some listeners might know there's already. So much, there's so many gaps in between that before we got married, though. You want to jump there or you want to go back? Yeah, we're jumping there. Okay, This cool. is where we're going right now because it's important. It's very important. Well, yeah, our wedding date's important. We got married. Well, uh, as We're some... so special. We had two marriage dates. Some listeners might know I'm I'm a listener of Smodcast and a big fan of uh, a certain director of uh, Clerks. Our first wedding was um, a private wedding. We just had some witnesses, a justice of the peace, got married underneath a beautiful tree in a beautiful part of Lafayette, Louisiana, where a lot of rich fucking people live. But we ain't rich. We just got married there. Not yet. And uh, that was like our little private wedding. Uh, for insurance purposes, but we had, I think, uh, it, to me, to me, it's our real wedding. I listen to, I listen to Kevin Smith's podcast a lot, and uh, him and Ralph Gorman do uh, Hollywood Babylon, and Kevin often marries his fans on there because he's ordained in the Universal Life Church, which you can, I can, Angel can, go online, fill some shit out, and guess what? You can marry people. It's fucking cool. Damn, this shit's strong. That margarita's fucking you up? Yeah. Oh, damn, Whoa. girl. You barely a full I'm not thing. even half. No, I know. Oh. So I told Angel, wouldn't it be cool if Kevin married us? Because we had tickets to go see his uh, film debut of Yoga Hosers. And I- I'm not talking about like a debut in New Orleans. I'm saying this was the world premiere. That was the first stop on his right. yoga-, yoga Hosers tour. Because Kevin, the way he did Red State... He also did uh, Yoga Hosers where he would take the movie on the road and show the film in different cities. And he'd be there. And Kevin Smith does a Q&A that is to die for. He will sit there and talk for hours. So I'm like, Angel, wouldn't it be cool if he married us? Blah, blah, blah. As a joke. Like, just in a joking way. She emailed his production company. And uh, if you know Kevin's films, Jay and Silent Bob. Kevin is Silent Bob. Jay is Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes' wife in real life is uh, Jordan Monsanto. 
and she runs Kevin's production company. She emailed my wife. Well, I'm sure she thought I was like super annoying because I tried so many. Every that's what like what was that Smodcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the name. You tried of it. a few different. What? I tried all of them. Yeah, tried well, to reach them. No, and she I don't, finally reached out. I don't think she one. thought you were annoying. It's probably just a, a call it like a what do you call that? And it was just so casual. She's like, "Hey, I'll reach out to Kevin for you." And I'm just like, what? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing about these people, man. These are some good-hearted people. Kevin Smith did not have to do this for I us. I totally didn't expect that, though. So we drive. She said, Jordan says that they're going to do it for us. We drive to New Orleans. I told Angel on the way there, I said, get ready to be YouTube famous because people are going to film this. She's like, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. And sure enough, I can I can think of at least two videos that are on YouTube. At yeah. least two. My son saw it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know how. We but. go, we go to this show, and Kevin comes out, does his Q and A. It's awesome. He shows. I thought the, he had forgotten. Well, I did too. <laughs> Which kind of made me feel better. A little bit, not not as nervous. I've met a few celebrities. Yeah. I've met Anne Hathaway. I've met Edward Norton. Um, I've you met, met Anne Hathaway where? In New York. What the fuck? You never told me about that. I did. I was servicing a place when I was doing pest control in New York, and uh, some people came in saying, Anne Hathaway's outside. Does anyone smoke? She's looking for a cigarette. Oh, yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, and I was like, I've I've got a cigarette. Can I meet her? She wanted to pay me $5 for that cigarette, and I was like, no, no. Oh, my God. She refused to let me give it to her for free. So I took her five dollars. Anne Hathaway gave me five bucks for a fucking cigarette. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have spent it. <laughs> uh, I would have made her sign it. Just sign this, Anne Hathaway, please. I told her her performance in Les Misérables was amazing, and that I cried. But anyway, she's amazing. Yeah, she's so pretty. So he shows his film. Kevin Smith shows his film. Great film. Audience loves it, except one douchebag who's a fucking asshole. And Kevin Smith that made a fucking. Guy. He made a he made a he made a a, a a fool of that that guy. Yeah, I'm glad he did because he pulled the money out of his fucking pocket and said, "Here, here's your money back." It, it, what a well, t- in a nicer way than that. though. No, he did. Yeah, and he, I wouldn't have been that nice. But I mean, that's really cool of him. But this is to the kind like of nice that. guy that Kevin Smith is. So after he's done with his second Q and A, the follow up for the film, at the end of the show. He's like, is there a Travis Boone and an angel in the audience? I, my, this is where... The face like went white. I'm oh, like, fuck. This is where my nerves went crazy. I made sure to tell him I'm a fan of Tell Him Steve Dave because I wanted him to know that his boys are my boys. Um, and yeah, and that's what the YouTube hashtag was, and Aunt Gets Married. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he marries us on stage, and our friend Lee... A photographer. He was there to take these amazing, these amazing black yeah, and white I, photos. How, what a coincidence was that? Because Lee was he already just, going to the he show. was going to the show. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Kevin, Kevin's going to marry us, and Lee's a really famous photographer now. Mm-hmm. But we got married by Kevin Smith. I mean, that's it's one of those moments where, and Angels, she likes his movies, but she's not as she's not as big in no. him as I am. So for me, it's like. How do I end up here? Like, how does this happen? And, I mean, it's thanks to her. She emailed the guy. So, thank you, babe. 
Well, you're welcome. I know that if, even if we ever get divorced, you'll never have a cooler wedding than we do. No, no, so there will them. never be a cooler. You'll fuck all of them on the on on the honeymoon night of with my new wife. I'll be like, I whisper. You'll never forgive me, baby. I whisper in her ear right as I come in her. I'll be like, my ex got Kevin Smith to marry us. <laughs> Suck on it. My ex is better than you. That would be fucked. All of your exes. <laughs> I'm the best one. But speaking of film, though. Since we've been together, I've gotten you to watch a lot more film. Because I'm a a cinephile. Yeah, and I never really enjoyed movies that much unless they were stupid. (laughs) Or horror. You love horror. Oh, yeah, I do love horror movies. And we share the love for horror because horror is pretty much my favorite genre of film. It's what certain other films got me into movies, like really paying attention to movies. But horror was the genre that like I sunk my teeth into. And if if I could make a film, it'd probably be a horror film. Since, yeah. we, since we've started watching movies, what movie have I turned you on to that's been like the, the oh shit, this is a great film? The Godfather. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> hey. And that's a classic. I, I, I love that movie. I talk to all kinds of people about it now because everybody knows it. Well, yeah. But I mean, I've You relate to that party. It. So, It's like yeah. someone who's ever seen Wizard of Oz. It's like, what the fuck? I actually, um, there was this dumbass bitch on one of those BST mom groups. And she was like, you need to come to me when you have a problem. I said, bitch, you ain't the godfather. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, what? I'm like, don't even worry about what's it. What's a BST mom group? Buy, sell, trade. Just oh, moms buying clothes for their fucking kids. And she was just an entitled, stupid bitch. I'm going to make your kid an offer they can't refuse. It's like, you need to come to me when you have a problem. On this, the day that you sell your daughter's <laughs> dress. It's so stupid. Well, I mean, so The Godfather. Yeah, I mean, that 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 that's a good enough film to say that I got you into. I'm trying I to I showed think you of Scarface the... as well. I've shown you so Scarface. many films, though. With fucking Al Pacino, man. Tony yeah. Montana. Tony Montana. Well, that's a, no, that's a stupid song, but <laughs> but yeah, that film though. Yeah, but that's, that's Tony Montana. That's what he says. Frank, you know what you are, Frank? You're a fucking cockroach. Oh yeah, yeah. That dude, but he won't kill women and children. I like The Godfather better though. I'm conflicted. I I know what The Godfather is, man. I know that that is heralded as a as a masterpiece and it is a masterpiece that's probably that's probably my favorite that you've shown me though out of all the films i think so damn she hasn't oh my god she won't sit through the fucking lord of the rings trilogy and it kills me i watched the first one it took like three tries it took three tries and you were still fucking unimpressed and bored it's just not for me it is though because you love game of thrones you i know one day, one day we'll I have. I don't a, know. I just uh, we'll have a sit down. And I just have, have to, to be high as hell. No, well, maybe, but I don't see why that would really. I don't make know. It. I love watching movies high, but I can never get through them because I just space out and start thinking about my own things. Yeah, that's not watching a movie. I know, but I get into it for a little while, and then I just like travel off to space. So oh, space angel. Yeah, she's the space angel, guys. I mean, when we used to watch, like, the first time we ever watched, like, I think we watched Family Guy all the way through, we were high the whole time, and I really don't remember (laughs) what the fuck I was watching. I remember laughing a lot, 
I don't remember what I watched. It's just random moments. Same thing with Bob's Burgers. Same thing with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the second time we watched it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I have, no, I have a little bit. But it's bit good of, memories because I just laugh my ass off every time I'm high, and I really enjoy it. I've just, got that going on, too, though. Like, I remember certain episodes and certain moments of Sunny. Like, I just don't remember. The episode where Charlie has that, like, ten-minute scene where the camera stays on him, and he runs around, like... Flowers what? for Charlie is the best. Oh, where he's uh, he thinks he's he takes that placebo pill. He thinks he's like super genius. Yeah, when he starts speaking Mandarin. I'm going to. uh, This invention will allow cats to talk to spiders. (laughs) Yeah, he's fucking rolling up in a wheelchair, and oh my god, what does Max say? He's like, stupid ass scientists couldn't make my friend more smarter or something (laughs) like that. Hey, I don't know. They all get up and they get they get pissed and they just walk out. I don't remember. It's at the beginning of the episode when when they actually find that he's the best candidate for it because he keeps trying to get the cheese and keeps getting his fingers zapped. <laughs> because like the mouse can figure it out and he can't. It's just. It's, That's when they take an interest in him because they're like, well, this is the perfect guy to test the shit on to see how because yeah. they want to see how big someone's ego is going to get if mm-hmm. they if they think they're intelligent. And if they feed them, like, the... Or if they can actually, like, acquire some type of intelligence just from being... No, no. The whole experiment was to see... It was to test how someone... Well, maybe I'm remembering that wrong. No. I thought it was to test how much their ego would inflate if they thought they were smarter than they really were. Much like you do. Yeah, no, but the... (laughs) Okay. But the... (laughs) Are you saying I'm stupid? Huh? No, I didn't say that. Okay. I didn't say that. You think that? No. You think your wife is a simpleton, babe? She's from Pine Prairie. And you're from fucking Mamu. Ten minutes away. Have y'all heard her accent by now? That accent don't mean shit. So you love brand new? Yeah. You're wearing my shirt. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I am. I'm wearing a... And my dad's pants. (laughs) <laughs> how did that happen I'll, I'll leave that a mystery brand new is angel's favorite band a band that i paid attention to uh once i got really started getting into film uh, film into music and i had their album deja and tindu and i sort of followed their career a little bit because i really liked that album and when, when i heard the record uh, well, some of the songs from the record, Daisy, I was blown away, but forgot about them. So in between Deja and Daisy, I had skipped over The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me, Daniel Johnston reference, and that album is a fucking masterpiece. I think I think, I think think most of their records are. Some of them They're are They're all so great, much. except the first one. Well, yeah. But you gotta start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you grow, and then you become brand new. And Brand New, sadly, is now defunct as of this moment. But we went to a few of their shows. Yeah, we followed them. The fucking... We went see Brand what? New... Huh? How many shows did I take you to? I mean, yeah, because you had new? never seen them. No, I hadn't seen them until, yeah, until we went. Not, at least six, right? At least six. I think yeah. I saw them seven, though, because I went see... It's a pretty good streak. We've only been together five years. Saw Brand New six times. Yeah. Or more. Well, I saw I saw Mouse and Brand New 
in Madison Square Garden, you didn't come. Yeah. You should have come. Because it was the best oh, show. I was so tired and sick and pregnant. Actually, the best show was in Dallas, which is which turns out is their last show at the Bomb Factory. You we, like the Dallas? I like. Oh yeah. I like the Woodland show better. <laughs> Fuck Where they that. play Gray Ice Water. No, brand new, dude. I'm th- I'm sorry. I'm talking about Mana's Mouse. We did, we <laughs> saw, I saw Mouse and Brand New three times on their tour together. Angel saw them twice. I'm talking about Brand New's actual last show ever that they ever played. Oh, yeah. At the time of this recording. Yeah, that was the shit. And it was unknown to anyone that it would happen because of the controversy with Jesse Lacey that followed, but we're not getting into that. But that show at the Bomb Factory where they had those screens that would come down in front of them and have all the effects. It was mystical. It was fucking amazing. It was like, this is next level Pink Floyd shit. It was so good. Yeah, that was one of the best live shows. I wish they shows. would have videoed that show. Wouldn't that have been cool? Well, there's there's YouTube clips. I don't you, know, but that... No, there's like actual long-ass YouTube clips of several songs grouped together. You can watch it. I think you might be able to watch the whole concert. But don't, don't you feel like when you watch it on YouTube, like those lights and those cages don't even look like they did in person? No, like, it never. it's never going to look... It looks look, like glowing eyes. It's never going to look or sound like it did in person. It but, was so cool. You know, I mean, that's the same thing with Mouse, which we've seen them. Up. I, I brought you to them for the first time. One of my favorite shows from Brand New, you weren't there, but it was the Halloween show 2009. Oh, no. were, they, were they all dressed up? Yeah, with Thrice. They yeah. were dressed up as Pink Panther, and Thrice was Star Wars. I wish I could have been there. But that that well, was... I thought, um, I thought Brand New was all in, like, prison gang, like the black and white Pink stripes. Pan- yeah, Pink Panther. Because Pink Panther goes to jail. Oh, okay, So they all okay. had the ball and chain, and they walked out to that music. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's, like, freaking out. Like, the Verizon Theater was completely packed. It was a Halloween show. And that's when they were um, debuting and trying to get out the album Daisy. The Daisy material. Yeah. So they had a huge, uh, like, the screen projector was as big as the stage, and it was all, um, I mean, I guess you would say, like, horror clips, mm-hmm. old vintage horror clips, and, like, the mask, and almost just, like, chaos, kind of like the album, mm-hmm. like, bridges breaking, like, uh, kind of like they did that Nagasaki well, you, song with, you, like, you bombs, said, and... You said that the show actually scared you. Yeah, it was, it was eerie. That's something I've never experienced They live. had, it was, it was so uncomfortable, like, because, um, I forget which song it was they played, but they used, like, old vintage monkey footage and references, and, like, people dressed in monkey masks, riding bikes, wrecking into each other, <laughs> and I'm like, it was disturbing, and it was all in black and white, and it's just like, this shit shouldn't be disturbing, it's like but god damn. like faces of death when they take that monkey and they crack his skull open and eat his brains. I don't remember. That's some real shit. People do that. But faces... It wasn't real in Faces of Death, though. I thought all that was staged. Not all of it was staged. Some of it is, but that monkey scene where the people, like, break his... I I never saw that one. I mean, you don't need to see it. It's fucked up. I've watched a lot of Faces of Death. My grandpa had them in his video stores. Oh. I mean, there's there's some fucked up stuff in there. You know, you don't want to you don't want to crack open. I don't know. Uh, Fucked up stuff doesn't bother me. I probably have problems, though. (laughs) But, I don't know, the... There was like one or two episodes I watched, and some of the shit looked real, 
But my grandfather no, yeah, told the, me that it was all staged. No, there is some. No, there are some scenes <laughs> that are actually uh, real people getting fucking killed. And well, stuff. that guy that got assassinated, he was probably real then because it looked really real. It's like Bud Dwyer. That was in faces. The skin of death, was like blowing off of it. Like the bullet was like blowing his skin off. Like that seems unreal. Uh no, that that can happen. Yeah, I mean, I guess it can, but I I would have never known that if I wouldn't have seen it. But back to concerts. I showed you Modest Mouse. <laughs> I brought you to see them at the Civic Theater in New Orleans. New Orleans again. We're in Louisiana. The, the first song was King Rat. And Isaac comes out, and they're doing their little banjo diddling. And I'm kind of like, oh, man, I hope this is a good show. Because Mouse is notorious for... That's the show I didn't feel good for. You didn't feel good, but that opening song turned you around. Because Isaac is gliding all over the stage like a madman, kicking and dancing and fucking screaming, Well! And I came as a rat or no, King Rat? No, King Rat. King, okay. King Rat was the first song. Yeah. They did play I, I Came as a Rat later, which made me shit my pants because they actually played music from the song Stars or Projectors, which they never play that song yeah. live. And I heard the notes. They started doing certain uh, rhythm, like uh, notes and, and leads and, and different rhythms from that song at the end of. And I was like, oh my God, what are they doing? I remember enjoying it so much, but I was having an issue with my ear and the sound was really making it worse. You still came out of that concert saying. Yeah, oh, I was blown away. They were the fucking. That's best. the first time I had ever seen them. And I was like, wow. I had chills. Yeah, they put on a hell of a show. And we had really, that was a really intimate concert. Yeah, you, for, for, yeah, the venue wasn't too big, but. No, I mean, yeah, for a mouse show, you know? Uh, Remember when we saw them in Shreveport at that auditorium? That, that was, was a cool, strange. that was a cool venue, though. It was, it was yeah. big, but it was. It's an, it was an auditorium. Yeah. That show was on par with seeing Wilco, which was a great concert, which we almost left uh, towards the end, but we came back in and finished. And at at the end, Wilco had stripped down their entire yeah. stage, and it was just them all crowded around each other, just playing acoustic uh, instruments. And it was amazing. I'm glad we yeah. didn't leave. I don't know. I, I think, um, I mean, the Modest Mouse and Brand New shows were always fun. Wilco was fun, but I think I've had the most I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. What? Dr. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. <laughs> the first time we saw Dr. Dog, uh, Me Without You opened for them at the Varsity so Theater. Awesome. And it was amazing. Uh, Me Without You played uh, uh, a sweater poorly knit, which I was looking forward to. Right. And then when Dr. Dog came on, they, they, they played Mystery to Me, which I had requested on Facebook. Yeah. And they actually played it and made made mention that... We haven't played this in a long time, but someone requested it, and here we're gonna try it, and it was great. I don't know. I like. I mean, I like all of their music so much, but I had requested the old days and turning of the century, and they played those. I, they really try to please their fans. One moment of that concert, they the sound fucked up, and they stopped the song they were mm -hmm. playing, and they said, "That's the only time that's gonna happen tonight because we're a professional rock and roll band." And that's not going to happen again. And then they kicked back into their set and no problems. They were serious about that shit. Like, yeah. we're not fucking around here. So, I know you, you like the other singer. I, I think we we both have favorite singers. I like, them they have, I like them both. I like the, the, little, the rhythm guitar player. Yeah, the more. Bob Dylan-y guy. Yeah, the, he's got the a little nasally voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
he <laughs> he's more um, out there and um, psychedelic-y with his with his songs and his lyrics. And the other singer for Doctor Dog is more soulful and old school R and B rock and roll. I, I I love them both. Like I couldn't I, I couldn't pick one. I think I think I kind of favor sort of the the soulful guy, but I couldn't do without. Uh, the nasally guy. I wish I knew their name. I, I I knew we their knew names, their at, names one at one point. Yeah. Um. I'm, yeah. I'm, we loved the first show, and then we got so drunk the second show. We went <laughs> yeah. <coughs> we went to see Doctor. We got Dog. high in the car. <laughs> then we got drunk. We tried to sit down at the venue and also sat Stubbs barbecue. Yeah. We sat down. They told <laughs> us we could not sit down at the fucking venue, so we said fuck them and we left. Which sucks, because they were debuting, huh. it was the debut tour for the Psychedelic Swamp record, and I don't remember a single goddamn song. We were so <laughs> fucked up, man. Like, it out of control fucked up. Yeah, we were sitting on... I drank, like, Red's Apple Ales, like, those big tall ones. I was on, like, number four. We were trying to sit in, like, at this little, it, it's kind of by the entrance of Stubbs Barbecue, if you're at the outside venue... You can there. There's this concrete. We saw brand new there too. Yeah, yeah. For the mm. first time, mm. uh, that was the first time I ever saw brand new. By yeah. the way, Foxing Foxing Foxy, open. Yeah, we have yeah. the vinyl. We bought the vinyl. It's right over there in the cabinet from, yeah. from that concert. There's there's this little concrete slab area where you, where I mean no one was there and we were just trying to sit down and catch our bearings because we were so fucked up. There's no I mean and there's the security, no seats or anything. It's just all gr- ground and gravel. Yeah, security came sit. up and was like, "You you guys can't sit here." You, it's like, what? We paid oh, fuck to be, this. I'm out. We paid to be in here. Like, can you fucking really? God damn, man. Yeah, and then, I don't know, how we got home to our friends in Austin, <laughs> we were drunk and high <coughs> as the fuck, driving in Austin traffic home. I got us home. Yeah, that's I'll, amazing. I'll always get you home, man. Yeah. Well, always have. Always will. Let's shift gears and uh, bring up our children, because we have uh, three beautiful kids. The children. Much too good for children, <laughs> but uh, nothing's too good for our children. We have Angel has a has a son, um, and uh, he's a weird little kid. He's like his mom. Yeah, and he's gonna be a great person. And we also have uh, Rowan. Not gonna go into too much about her, other than she's crazy, out of control, and smart as fuck, and Just like awesome. Her mom. Yes. And we have a beautiful little baby boy who we thought was going to be chill. His name's Sebastian. And over the past three weeks, uh, he's kind of developed this wild side where he loves to bounce. He loves Uh to screech and he loves to growl and he poops and they all poop. I mean, they all poop a lot. There's some some little terrorists. There's a lot of shit in this house because they poop a lot. They're little terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they threaten us all the time with jihad constantly. Yeah. Uh, shit jihad. Poop jihad. It's like if Seb actually, like when we talked about when, or like if he had poison in his um, drool. <laughs> yeah. It, if, he would be a deadly weapon. Sebastian likes to just stick his little baby mouth on us. Cause that, Full of drool. He's well, six months old. Well, I've said this before, though. I think babies would eat us if they could. 
Yeah. Because they just try to just try to gum <laughs> everything. everything, and they're just so happy about it. Like I'm gonna eat this. Yeah. I'm gonna eat this. I'm gonna eat. Well, I'm gonna eat your I'm, shirt. I'm eating it. I'm eating it. What's your What's your knuckle? Let me eat your knuckle. Yeah. If if, if a baby's if we lived in a world where babies had this like sedative in their saliva, where if like you fell asleep next to your baby, and they just kind of rolled over and started gumming your fucking hand, but the sedative made you f- pass out like comatose state, and they had the ability to start consuming your flesh. You'd what be kind a of goner. well, your hand would be at least. I don't know if you die immediately. Like they're not going to eat your whole body. It's it's a baby. They can only eat eight ounces at a time. At at his age, I mean, he's not <laughs> eating. So you, it's like you'd be just like missing two fingers when you wake up. You'd be like, "Oh shit!" What kind of world would that be where you have to fucking make sure you don't fall asleep with your baby? Because I mean, we 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 putting your baby in your crib. That'd probably be a good thing. But our baby sleeps in the middle. Our baby sleeps with us, and and our because that's the only way he does sleep. Well, I so. like it that way though. I'm gonna miss it when it's uh, when yeah, because it, he's the last one. I mean. They, uh, our daughter sleeps in the same room as us, and I'm sure that he will too after she moves out. But I like I like having all the babies in the in the in the same room. It's yeah, peaceful. It's in the middle of the night. It's a peace of mind thing. He inches. He can't even roll over yet. He's such a fat little shit. <laughs> he and his legs are so short. You just you hear you hear little grunts, <clears throat> and then he's in your back. He oh. inched all the way into your back. He'll turn himself sideways kick you pull on me he'll pull on my beard he'll or he'll turn and start kicking me the other night he was kicking me in the in the fucking back I'm like um, I, wake, I wake up like like what is going on here i turned over the other day and he because he woke me up because he was pulling the shit out of my hair <laughs> hiding his mouth i looked at him and he said ah! <laughs> i'm like okay i was like it's three in the morning we're going to bed and then and then you talk and then his eyes like light up He's like, oh, it's time to wake up. He starts kicking and squirming. I'm like, no. He's becoming as aware as Rowan was at, at that age. Like, Rowan... Oh, he's a little party animal. Rowan is... She's like a... It's... People say that having... They're like... Children are like sponges. She is a literal sponge. You can... You can yeah. say... You could say a word. She, she just turned two recently. And you, you, you can say anything. And she'll literally repeat what you're saying. And you can understand what she's saying. It's, yeah, she's very smart. She's trying to, like, talk to you. And this is nothing new for parents out there that have gone through this. But I'm a new parent. And I'm learning as I go here with these little babies. And I'm I'm, I'm blown away by the, like... Their little brains are just so amazing. I like, wish I was... what they pick up, you know? Yeah, I wish I was that smart at this age. Like, that I could be that smart. Just a... Just a sponge. Just absorb it and be like, let me recite it now. Let me let me fucking tell you back what you're saying and, and know it, like, because she knows what she does. She's too, but... She's, she's canine. Oh, she's sneaky and a little... And manipulative. A little bad little girl. She's, she's definitely a female. <laughs> I think I said this the other night. What? Well, I'm glad you just said what you said. I didn't say that. Uh... I said this the other night that I didn't know. Was I, I think I was talking to you about this. I didn't know I could live with my heart outside of my body. Oh yeah, kids will do that. <laughs> that is. 
And then, and then when you have one, you're like, I couldn't possibly no love another as much as this one. And then you do, and it's like, wow. How the fuck is that possible? Yeah. My heart is split into three pieces and three times the worry. Oh, my God. <laughs> so. It becomes a, it becomes something to keep up with. And, and, you know, Angel has an older son, and it's my stepson, so it's my son. In, in, in a, in, oh, it's in, like two different worlds of chaos. But him, it's like, yeah, it, th- there's a whole different obstacle whole course different to, worry. to try to navigate whenever they get to that age. And I've been in his life since he was four, so I've been here for pretty much, well, it's over. It's going to be over half of his life at this point Yeah. so far. And mm-hmm. uh, trying, to, trying to figure out how to, how to best equip, equip a, a, a child to understand their surroundings and other people, because other people and, well, other children, because he doesn't really hang out with adults, but he hangs out with kids all day, how to best equip the child to deal with with those situations in an ever-changing world that keeps getting crazier and crazier. And the way we were raised, that's all, that's all. I mean, that's just, it's, it's so hard because, you know, I mean, I know your mom's not here anymore. But I'm sure she would be giving us advice on what she would do. And, you know, my mom's very opinionated and, like, you need to do it this way and you need to do this and this. But, but that's it's different. Not, that's not what I want to do. And, it's, it and might, I don't think there's any right or wrong way when it comes to trying your best. Well, no, know. no. But but it's also, it's very different. That's what I was going to say. There's all these different segments of, like, well, we were raised in a different time. By people who were raised in a different time, but right. also were raised in a different area of the country where, hey, certain things are different, mm-hmm. and uh, that you know, let's, it's just too different to compare. It, it, it's well, our kid, y'all did this and y'all did this. Y'all are fine. I was like, it is not then. It's not nineteen nineties anymore. It's a whole new world, and it's just scary. <laughs> Everything is so accessible now. Yeah. Kids have access to. I mean, we're talking about faces of death. We're, we're, this is going to be put out on 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 the actual source of it all. Where there's more worry now than ever. When we were kids, if you wanted to look at porn, you had to fucking your your cousin or your whoever your sibling or your parent had oh to have a God. magazine that you could look at or a tape maybe even a VHS tape. I remember the first tape. time we stumbled upon. Now porn. kids can just fucking. Oof, it's everything. It's fucking people shitting in each other's mouths right in front of their little baby eyes, and they're like, what the hell's this? And, uh, yeah. I mean, any kid would be curious and like, what the fuck is going on here? I was nine. Why is that lady stepping on a hamster? <laughs> and that man's jacking off in the corner, <laughs> crying. I was nine, and we were trying to find, we were into Britney Spears at the time. And only one of our friends had the World Wide Web. So she's like, you gotta... She's, she said, you gotta enter www dot before you type in Brittany's name. That's how crazy it was back then. Because we had no idea what the fuck was going on. But we needed this magical computer to yeah. bring us to these sites. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, type in Brittany. Because we were going to find Britney Spears. Well... Britney.com was a porn website, so when you pull it up, I mean, it, the memory is still, like, clear as day, because what I saw, I didn't even know what was in her mouth. It looked it looked like a pipe. Oh. But it was a big black dick. 
And so I said, what's in her mouth? And then Tara said, oh, my God, I think it's a, I think it's a penis. A penis. And I'm like, what's coming mouth? out of her mouth? And it was piss. Oh. So oh. I'm like, what did we stumble into? That's a swerve. And then, you know, all the little ads in the corner, like, of the World Wide Web where they have an ad within an ad. There's another woman riding riding a black dick. And it's just like, okay, well, this is what this is. Y'all went to a black dick website. Well, Brittany.com. All I right. mean, it was a white woman sucking and fucking black cocks. <laughs> so, I mean... So. And, and trust me, in Pine Prairie... That's more than an issue. Um, oh, and come on. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that where that oh, lies. God. Use your imaginations. Mm-hmm. Well, let's 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 give everyone like a little um, uh, a little preview because coming up rather soon, if we can work this out, I'm not going to guarantee the. Um, this was your idea. I'm not going to guarantee that your idea is going to come to fruition, but. You suggested having you and your friends on the podcast to talk about your experiences using a Ouija board, a talking board, a spirit board, a ghost plank. A ghostly plank board. Walk the plank (laughs) into the afterlife. A a Mattel game board from from Toys R Us board. (laughs) Yeah. That does really magical things. Well, but I'm open to this idea because you used to tell me about this shit. And I really want to explore what the fuck you guys were experiencing. It's insane. I want to see if your stories match match up. Y'all can't talk beforehand. I'll have to get them here. Sure, but even if they can't come, I would like to get you on to talk about your experiences either way, and I want to get Noah on the podcast to talk about Ben. He was so young. It's all right. He might remember. Yeah, if he does, it's fine. And if not, if not, you can talk about Ben, because Ben is an ominous fucking entity <sighs> that... It's because he. You it's, know what would be even. You know what would be equally as cool if we would put a podcast going and we would take out the Ouija board. I'm all about that. And but some shit would happen. But you're the one that's scared to fucking touch it. I am because I have children. Okay, well then let's not do that if you're scared of it. But I'm all for it because I don't think that shit's fucking real. But. But I don't know. Like you, I don't even. I mean, I've never read into that enough to know. I, I think can, you have to be believers you. at the board. Yeah, I can tell you already. But what if it did? Would you Would you believe if it if worked? what if what like what would have to happen like so? Okay, we play with this Ouija board, and then what? What happens? We have a fucking hit on our hands because now we have fucking doors slamming, cabinets slamming, shit moving, chairs stacking themselves. I'm going to whip Mm-mm. out my smartphone, catch this shit on camera, and be a fucking millionaire. I was talking about Paranormal what, I mean, Activity Part What about, like, if, like, with, I mean, and I won't get into it, but if we would have got the strange, crazy phone call like we did the last time. Well, don't go into that story. I'm not, that but what if? That story is not for now. I, I would not. You would debunk it? I, I would try. Yeah, because I'm a... <laughs> I'm referring to I want to get I want to get Angel and her friends on or Angel and, and Noah on on here or whoever whatever combination of them it's all gonna happen to be on 
The Nightclub, which is uh, another show that we do here on on the podcast, and that delves into the paranormal, conspiracy, horror, anything that goes bump in the night, that's what that show is for, and I really, really, really want to dive into this because I just... I just I I like it no matter what and and it Travis is skeptical. I'm a skeptic, but that's listen. It, even if I don't believe it, it doesn't mean it still isn't badass as hell, right? I mean, right. I, I just like the shit anyway. It's fucking cool. It's it creepy. would just be a lot more cool if you believed it actually happened. <laughs> but then we'd all just be sucking each other's dicks agreeing about shit. No, well, I mean, the two girls will definitely agree. One is scared to death to talk about it, but I know the other will. Well, She's in Jennings, and Crystal is in Pine. Oh, it was Crystal? Mm-hmm. Well, look, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come on and tell anyone that they're stupid. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm about. No. But I am about critical thinking logic and trying to figure out well what if this what if that i'm not gonna sit there and and and, and uh, be an asshole i might crack a joke but a joke will be cracked just like an ass asses all have cracks so you crack know an ass. even the mona lisa is fucking falling apart man <laughs> i don't know what to say that's 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 where we're going with this so hopefully the next maybe, time yeah maybe like later when our kids are older and not so scary. Maybe we could play with a Ouija board again. When the kids aren't scary, we can play with the Ouija board. Did you, I say you're scary? Wor- I'm you're worried true. that they're gonna be, get fucking possessed by Zoo. I'm scared that the Zuzu? same black cloud that followed me for years is yeah. going to follow them. You're, you're you're teasing. See how you're teasing the audience with this black cloud. You better remember. I'm teasing them with the truth. You better fucking no. Well, I'm saying it's good. Just remember your story because. I don't have to... I mean, it's don't a memory. Don't fucking give too much away, man. I'm not, but I mean, it's a memory. I don't have to remember things, because I know what happened. You I have mean, to remember memories. Pine Prairie. Right, but I, I I don't have to figure out a story, like, to tell, because it is You have to figure story. out a way to say it that makes it fun to hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a goober. Shh. Love her. So maybe next time that I have her on here, it'll be, hopefully it'll be with some, uh, terrifying, uh, you know. Maybe some, maybe some ghost or re- maybe the, oh, let me just shut up. So maybe Shh. they would reach out on the podcast. Oh, shit. Start, like, <laughs> fucking with the listeners. <laughs> like, whispering in their ears. <laughs> no, but seriously, what if we did do a podcast <laughs> and you would hear voices? Later when I listen back to it, yes. while editing, oh, freak the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, cause, cause I, cause I'd be there and I'd know that no, this sound was not happening, cause I was there. Yeah, that would fuck with me a little bit. That would fuck with me, cause you can't, you can't make that up. Like if you're listening back and you're, you have not touched it at all. I feel, I feel like if me, Brittany, and Crystal got back on the Ouija board and we put this out, and we did the whole seance like we did. A seance, is yeah, it? Yeah. You okay? I feel like we, you would hear them. Look, dude, I'm like all about fucking black magic, witchcraft, satanic shit. I want to have a seance. We need to have you guys do your story, and whatever, and then one day we have to have an a live. Well, it's live on the podcast, not live in real life, but a real seance. Fucking, let's light some black candles or. We like- 
yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna research the shit. We did. We I'm did gonna draw a goddamn pentagram out of pig's blood. I don't give a we fuck. We did everything we were supposed to do, and it worked. I'll perform a boucherie up and in this we, motherfucker. We were scared shitless. Well, we need to do it. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone and Angel Boone. Boone. <laughs> Boone. Next time it'll be spooky. Uh...